Welcome to this week's Source Code Podcast, Decipher's weekly news wrap podcast where we go over the top news of the week with input from security researchers. The National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, is updating its cybersecurity framework, which is its voluntary set of standards designed to help organizations assess, understand, manage, and mitigate security risks that they face. While the cybersecurity framework has been slightly updated every few years since its 2014 release, NIST is looking at a more drastic overhaul for its framework that both integrates newer resources on security and privacy and addresses recent changes in technology and risks like supply chain security. The following audio clip is provided courtesy of RSA Conference and is from Amy Mann, International Policy Specialist with NIST from RSA Conference 2023. Since we are talking about this update process, we want to talk a little bit about how we got here in our process and where we're going to be moving in the next few months. We originally have been updating the framework on about a scale of every three to five years, most recently in 2018. And knowing how much has changed over the past five years in terms of cybersecurity, risk management landscape, and technology, we wanted to ask all of our stakeholders, is it an appropriate time to update the framework? In 2018, we had heard that the time was uh, right to make some light touches and move from 1.0 to 1.1. And when we issued a request for information last year in February, we heard that the time was right to make some changes, but move more towards a significant 2.0 update. We had definitely heard that people are finding the framework to be very effective and beneficial for managing cybersecurity risk, but we wanted to get information on how people are using it, what changes they might suggest we make to ensure that it continues to be useful and helpful in managing risk. And we also asked some questions around how can we better integrate our various resources in cybersecurity and privacy, things like our privacy framework and National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education, NICE Workforce Framework. So we want to ensure 2.0 makes it even easier for users to leverage and reference different work documents that NIST has in order to manage their risk. And also supply chain security was a big topic in the 2018 update and incorporated it in some language in the identify function but we asked our stakeholders, is there even more we could be doing to call out this important topic and put it more into the cybersecurity framework? We received over 130 responses and we're very glad to hear from our stakeholders again that while the framework is beneficial and effective right now, we can make some of these changes and we're looking forward to working with everyone to hear more information on how those changes can be incorporated. After issuing a request for information in 2022, NIST has received over 130 responses, and in April it released a core draft of the Cybersecurity Framework 2.0. Over the coming year, NIST will continue to fine-tune drafts of the new Cybersecurity Framework, and we can expect the final release date of the updated framework in early 2024. In other news this week, Apple and Google said they've developed a draft framework that will help fight against unwanted Bluetooth trackers. Bluetooth trackers like AirTags or Tile have become very popular the past few years as a way for people to keep track of their keys or wallets. However, these devices have always been a concern for privacy groups, which said they can be used by bad actors who want to track people without their knowledge. 
The specification is the first industry-led effort to address the platform of unwanted Bluetooth trackers, and it will allow product manufacturers to detect and alert users when small devices like AirTags are secretly tracking their movements. According to reporting this week by Decipher's Dennis Fisher, the company submitted the draft specification to the Internet Engineering Task Force on Tuesday, and it will now go through the potential process of becoming an Internet Engineering Task Force Internet Standard, a process that can take years. Finally, Meta this week released a new threat report that outlines the top malware trends that it has seen in the past few months. One of the threats outlined in the report is a new malware family called Node-Stealer, which was observed in late January, targeting saved usernames and passwords in browsers with the aim of compromising businesses' Gmail, Outlook, and Facebook accounts. David Agranovich, Director of Global Threat Disruption with Meta, said that overall threat actors are getting better at avoiding detection and using juicy social engineering lures, like ones related to ChatGPT, in order to target file sharing services like Dropbox, Google Drive, Microsoft OneDrive, and iCloud, with the aim of compromising businesses with access to ad accounts. So this week, we shared updates on how our security, integrity, and support teams help to protect businesses against malware through a combination of threat analysis and disruption, product updates, community support and education, information sharing with other companies, and holding threat actors accountable. Um, I think one thing that really stood out from the latest malware work uh, was that our, our threat research has shown time and again that malware operators, just like spammers, are very attuned to what's trendy at any given moment. They latch onto hot button issues, popular topics that get people's attention. And this latest wave of malware campaigns have really taken notice of generative AI technology that's captured people's imagination and excitement. Um, and so since March of 2023 alone, our security analysts have found around 10 malware families posing as ChatGPT or other similar tools to compromise accounts across the internet. So for example, we've seen threat actors create malicious browser extensions available in official web app stores that claim to offer ChatGPT-related tools. Um, and in fact, some of these extensions did actually include working ChatGPT functionality alongside the malware. Um, and this was likely to avoid suspicion from the app stores and from users who would download those applications. And then finally, we've detected and blocked over a thousand unique malicious URLs with the theme of ChatGPT or similar capabilities. Um, so that means those URLs can't be shared on our platform, but we've also reported those URLs to industry peers, um, for example, at file sharing services, where the malware was actually being hosted so that those um, industry peer companies can also take action. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give us a shout out on social media. Have a great weekend. While you were hacking the planet.